Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Autolite and its 98,000 dealers bring you the first lady of suspense, Miss Agnes Moorhead, in tonight's presentation of Suspense. Tonight, Autolite presents the terrifying story of a double murder and the woman who became involved in this criminal activity. Weekend special death, our star, Miss Agnes Moorhead. Stan, what's baseball's brainiest manager doing out here? Ah, it's my battery, Harlow. It struck out due to no water. Well, you should have an Autolite Stay Full battery, Stan. That's the perfect power pitcher that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. Sounds like a real major league, Harlow. Yeah, it sure is. The Autolite Stay Full bats a thousand, season after season, thanks to fiberglass retaining mats around every positive plate. They reduce shedding and flaking to give the Autolite Stay Full longer life, as proved by tests conducted according to accepted life cycle standards. Drop me off at the nearest Autolite battery dealer, will you, Hollow? Sure, Stan. He'll fix you up with an Autolite Stay Full, the battery that says right on the case. Needs water only three times a year in normal car use. Remember, Stan, from bumper to taillight, you're always right with Autolite. And now, Autolite presents transcribed Miss Agnes Moorhead in Weekend Special Death, hoping once again to keep you in suspense. Who is Franz? I am. I'm Lee Stanley. Oh. What is all this? Well, maybe you can help us, Mr. Stanley. The woman says she works for you. Rita, she certainly does work for me. She's worked for me for two years or more. Why are you holding her? Now, what does she do for you? My secretary. Look, if I can't get any answers from you, I'd just as soon call Captain Hilliard at home. I understand you're an attorney, Mr. Stanley. I am. Right now, you might consider that she's my client, and I want to see her. I'm warning you, Franz. I won't tolerate any irregularities. You're holding her, and I have a right to see her. Come on. I'll be in 201 for a couple of minutes. Okay, Lieutenant. We got her down the hall here, Mr. Stanley. Booked yet? Not yet. When we picked her up and tried to get some information from her, she just gave us her name and address and asked us to call you. That's all we know, except, of course, the two guys she was with. Here's the two men? Yep. Where are they? Are you holding them? Sort of. What do you mean? They're dead. Yeah, Mr. Stanley, your secretary killed them. In there. Go ahead, Mr. Stanley. She's waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. Lee? Lee, is that you? Yeah. Oh, Lee. <laughs> this isn't a very nice way to spend a Sunday morning, is it? No, no. Hi. Hi. 
Rita. All right. What is it? Tell me. Lee, it was... It was one of those silly things. Just one of the silliest things that could possibly happen. Two men are dead, Rita. I know, but Lee, I've heard you say it many times. You've even said it to me. If you're arrested and taken into custody, just give your name and address and ask for your lawyer. You say that to people all the time. You've said it many times. I've heard you. I've heard you. I know. You did right. Well, I asked for you. I wanted to tell you. I never thought I'd be... Lee, it was so silly. So, so very silly. Coffee was 92 cents a pound, and they had a special on steak, $1.15 for T-bones, and there were some bakery goods, what? the weekend specials. Well, yesterday afternoon, in the office, I was making out my list for the week, oh. and I was getting my list ready. I was going to stop in the market on my way home. Radishes. Celery. Elmwood, 48321. Mr. Stanley is in the office right now. Is there any message? Yes, I'll tell him. Thank you for calling. Goodbye. Hello. Oh, hello. My name is Tony LaFerro. Is Mr. Stanley in? Oh, hello, Mr. LaFerro. I've heard Mr. Stanley speak of you. I'm Miss Dorsey, Mr. Stanley's secretary. I'm sorry he isn't in right now, but he's due back any minute. Then I'd like to wait for him. Yes, of course. Take a chair over there. Sure. Thanks. Didn't know whether anybody would be here or not. Saturday afternoon and all. I was going to call him at home if I didn't get him here. Well, we're usually not here on Saturday afternoons. But Mr. Stanley had to be in court this morning, and then he had to attend a luncheon. I see. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? That's well. Not for me, though. Oh? When you said you'd heard Mr. Stanley speak of me, you mean that you know about the trouble I'm in. Well, I'm sure Mr. Stanley will be able to help you, Mr. LaFaro. Otherwise, he wouldn't be handling the case. Just don't understand how people can be that way. I didn't take that car. It was mine. It belonged to us, me and my wife. I had a right to sell it and... How she can charge me with theft, I don't know. I can't understand any of these things. Well, what's this? Hello, Tony. Mr. Stanley. What's up now? My wife's back in this country. She's going to throw some more charges at me. That's right. I received a letter this morning. I'm out on bail now, waiting for my trial and that other thing. Will they put me back in? You better come to my office. I put those receipts and bill of sale on the car that you asked me to find. Good. All right, if I leave now, Mr. Stanley? Uh, go on in, Tony. I'll be in a minute. Make yourself comfortable. Sure. Rita, uh, have any plans this afternoon? I want to get my shopping done. Why? Well, I hate to ask this. It's such a swell afternoon and all, but he's in more trouble than he knows. There are two new warrants against him for grand theft. I want some information before they're executed, if possible. I'll need you. Oh, Lee. I'm sorry. These things happen now and then. Well, I'll get my book. I was going to play golf, if it helps you any. Well, it doesn't. You know something? What? That mild, sweet little man, he's so polite and gentle. How could he get into all this trouble? Because that mild, sweet little man is a liar and a thief, and they usually get into trouble. Oh, 
you're always... If he had a gun, he'd as soon blow your head off as look at you. Sorry I ever took him on as a client. Well, let's get started. Anthony M. LaFerro was so quiet and soft, and when he looked at me with those big brown Latin eyes while I was taking notes, I, I knew how wrong everything had been for him. You, you as usual, were all lawyer. He'd talk and you'd tell him he was lying and make him tell it to you in another way. He was all so involved. Something about him stealing a car from his divorced wife and her being in England. Oh, I don't know. I just took notes. Six. Well... That's enough for now. Where are you staying? The motel. You go back there right now and stay there. I'll call you Monday morning after I talk to Judge Presley. But I'm going to tell you one thing. This is going to cost you money. Oh, don't worry. I can pay. Thank you for your time. Sure. Good night. Good night. And good night, Miss Darcy. Good night. Sorry I messed up your afternoon. It's all right. Typed up. But when? I'll need them first thing Monday when I talk to the judge. When can you do them? I better do them right now, Lee. Oh, you're tired. I'm busy tomorrow and I don't want to take them home. I think I'll just stay here and get them out right now. Oh, thanks. I better be getting along. You as well. Just a minute. Hmm? I have to go shopping before the store is closed tonight. Oh. oh. Here's your check. Thanks. I'm flat broke. See you Monday. Night, Bob. Night. You as well to stay with you. to type up the notes. And after that, I drove straight to Jack's Market. It's about two blocks from my apartment. I wanted to cash my check, get the groceries, and go home. My idea was to have a little something to eat and get to bed early. Well, it didn't work out that way. registered, but 
I did notice it when all the lights suddenly went out. attention so you can get out. It isn't so fine at all. As a matter of fact, it's terrible. After a few minutes, I went to the hardware counter and got a flashlight and waved it for a half an hour, and when nobody saw it or paid any attention to it, I got worried. I was more worried when I got in the phone booth and found out I didn't have anything but a check. I couldn't open any of the cash registers or the door to the little office in the back. I want you to know things got a little worse about two in the morning. After I'd settled for a pint of milk and a piece of cheese and stretched out with a sack of flour for a pillow. Something, something woke me up. Something near the side entrance. Agnes Moorhead in Weekend Special Death. Tonight's presentation in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. Well, Hollow, I signed up an Autolite Stay Full battery. Ah, smart move, Stan. You got yourself a real pennant winner. With that great battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use? And they tell me that Autolite Stayful has a life that's longer than an umpire's face, Hollow. <laughs> yes, sir, Stan. Fiberglass retaining mats protect every positive plate to reduce shedding and flaking. And give the Autolite Stayful longer life, as proved by tests conducted according to accepted life cycle standards. The Autolite Stayful really makes a hit with me, Harlow. And with everybody who wants a battery with pep, power, and peak performance every time. Friends, visit your Autolite battery dealer. He services all makes of batteries. And if you need a new battery, he has the Autolite Stay Full. The battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. 
Remember, from bumper to tail light, you're always right with Autolite. And now, Autolite brings back to our Hollywood soundstage Miss Agnes Moorhead in Elliot Lewis's production of Weekend Special Death. A tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. I went with a boy named Rudy. After school, he worked at a filling station with a pay telephone booth in it. And when Rudy wanted to call me, and nickels were very scarce in those days, he had a way of making a call without any money. I remembered Rudy, bless his heart, married five children, and I certainly had a call to make. Well, two men were drilling holes in a safe. One of them had a gun, and I was locked in a supermarket with him, and I wanted to tell somebody. I like took off my shoes and got myself up to the telephone booth. I left the door open so the light wouldn't go on, and then I went to work the way Rudy showed me, and I must have done something right. Good old Rudy. Oh. Hello. Is there anybody there? Oh, oh please. Oh. This is the special operator. Oh, This one and the one in the office. You told me that. Yeah. Besides, how would a phone get off the hook by itself? I don't know. How would it? You may be getting old at that. I'm not too old to take you in on a job so you can get some money to get yourself out of a jam. Oh, you old guys, give me a pain. Yeah. I was behind the post toasty display, I think. They were about ten feet from me. As long as I just saw them and they didn't see me, I was happy. Willing to let them rob the safe. I was willing to stay in the store all night. I was willing to do anything as long as I didn't get hurt. Oh. Ah. Hey. Oh, what are you gonna do? Gonna answer. Well, a minute ago, that was a minute ago. This is now. Well, look, you can just let it go and stop ringing. Who calls a pay booth this time of night? The wrong number, you know that. And I'll tell whoever it is that they got the wrong. Number. 
special operator? Yeah. yeah this is Evergreen 50972. No. No, no. No, I'm sorry. No one could possibly have called from here in the last five hours. I'm the night watchman.
Soviet here now. Yeah, okay. Okay. I tried. Okay. No, no, not yet. Well, it should be. Well, I tell you. Uh, all right, let's get loaded up and get out. Right. Darcy, that's a very interesting project. Crack my safe. I'm sure it is. Oh, knock it off. How much you make a week? Sixty dollars. Sixty week, huh? Tell me, you know how much I'm making this week for two hours' work? Do you? No. I'm making... Time to count it now. Okay, that's it. All right, let's go. All right, baby. Where to? That way. Out, out there? As good a place as any. Well, the noise. I'll jam this into one of the flower sacks. We'll kill it. All right, get the lights. Let's get out of here. how anxious I was to live, even with those two men on the same planet with me. My eyes were pretty used to the dark by the time we were out in the aisle, passing the ginger ale display. Ever break a plate glass window? Well, I did. <laughs> my bottle. Homicide was justifiable. Yeah, well, that isn't what worries me. Well, what does? What have I done now? Rudy. What was his last name? Huh? He may still be walking around making free phone calls. Maybe I want to talk to him. You're my lawyer. What do I say to him? Nothing, baby. You said enough. Come on, I'll take you home. Night. Agnes Moorhead. This is Harlow Wilcox for Autolite, the world's largest independent manufacturer of automotive electrical equipment. In 28 plants from coast to coast, the men and women of Autolite build over 400 products for cars, trucks, tractors, planes, boats, and industry. Autolite contributes its manufacturing experience and skills to the fields of transportation, electronics, agriculture, die casting, and plastics. 
The Autolite name is famous all over the world for products of unsurpassed quality and performance. In service, too, Autolite facilities are worldwide. Wherever you travel, you'll find trained experts prepared to serve you. So, for superior products, always look for the name Autolite. Because from bumper to taillight, you're always right with Autolite. Next week, the true story of an escape to freedom in which it has been necessary to change the names of all the principal participants in order that their survivors, still imprisoned, may live. It's called Listen, Young Lovers. Our stars, Mona Friedman and Robert Wagner. And that's next week on Suspense. Suspense is transcribed and directed by Elliot Lewis, with music composed by Lucian Morawick and conducted by Lud Gluskin. Weekend Special Death was written for Suspense by E. Jack Newman. In tonight's story, Anthony Barrett was heard as Tony and Joseph Kearns as Fred. Featured in the cast were High Everback, Whitfield Connor, Mary Jane Croft, and Barney Phillips. Agnes Moorhead is now appearing in the universal production of The Magnificent Obsession and will start on tour in October in her one-woman show, The Fabulous Redhead. And remember, next week, Mona Freeman and Robert Wagner in Listen, Young Lovers. <laughs>